name is Ayatollah Fumi Monay and you are listening to the Christian Enough podcast and I am very excited for all of you to listen today. I'm going to be speaking mostly by myself, no introductions for anyone else. Um, and I'm going to be talking about when God calls us out. So most of the time on my show, I usually talk about a little bit about my guests and how I know them. So I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about myself today or at least about you know why I'm talking about this I run on the lines of being straightforward and blunt yes so I can be straightforward and blunt and that can come across very great to some people and not so great to other people um so uh I've been in an environment for the past couple of days where I've had to work with people who are um, very different from how I act or from what I'm personally used to. So I'm sure everyone has someone that they've gone to school with or worked with or something that has been above them that they just didn't enjoy being around. So I have something like that in my life right now and and I've been figuring out how to maneuver that situation. And, um, and typically it's to, you know, ignore the situation or pray or kind of just to be like, Hey, I'm doing my best to hold myself back. If I want to lash out, I'll lash out something like that. Right. And I'm sure some people, not everybody else. So yeah, different personalities, but yes. So, um, so yeah, so I've, I've been dealing with that personality difference now. You know what's really cool or interesting about how God responds to these situations, right? So I wasn't even praying about it. I wasn't saying to God, like, oh, God, help me deal with this person at work or help me deal with this person in college or whatever. I never said anything about that. I was just like, Jesus, if you don't hold me back, I'm about to smack somebody in the face. (laughs) So I... I was not praying about it in, in the way I should have been praying about it, but... um. On uh, YouTube, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I love doing that. So on YouTube, I came across some things that I used to watch in the past, which is, um, and I'm sure some of you may know this, and if you don't watch this, you should. They're funny. Um, it's American Idol contestants that were rude or, or X Factor contestants that were really rude and disrespectful to the judges. So, I mean, of course, I was just enjoying myself watching it. And it kind of in the middle of watching the very first video, I just felt the Holy Spirit saying to me, You know you act like that, right? I was like, what? What are you talking about? How have I ever acted like a rude child or rude person to someone else in that way? And then I really started to look at my behavior and I was like, oh, wow. That's kind of, kind of true. Maybe not to the extent, at least I want to give myself just a tiny bit of grace and say it wasn't to the extent that, you know, those contestants were. But, but that happens, right? So when I was thinking about it, I was just like, wow, like this is, this is, this is what I've been doing. How do I grow from this and how do I change from this? Because God can tell you something. Doesn't mean you, 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 you should do anything about it. Right. So I've done some quiet time and some thinking and some praying and just trying to be like, okay, God, like, how do I grow from this situation and what do I do? And I am fortunate that I can do something like this, which is use my voice and speak. 
It also happens to be that my voice, when I use it incorrectly, can get me into a lot of trouble. <laughs> so I, I guess my question for everyone, if you're listening and if you are listening, you can definitely respond to some of um, what I'm saying on our Instagram page. Um, it's Christian underscore enough. And I hope to see you all there. So, yeah, um, one of the things that I really got to kind of wrestle with is how often does God call me out? And I guess my question to you guys is how often does God call you out? And what do you do when he does? And how does it feel when he does? You know, does your heart kind of clang a little bit? Do you get like really like self-conscious about everything? Or do you kind of just move about your day? So, of course, you know, this podcast, we talk about women in the Bible primarily, and then, of course, some men as well, like we did last week with the story of Lot. But I, I, was, I was very curious to know if there are people in the Bible that God has called out, and of course, there are tons of people. But the easiest one for me to think about and tell the story about is of Sarah. And now that's Abraham's wife. Most people might know Sarah and you might know that she had a mind of her own. She had a very interesting personality. She was able to be very submissive to her husband, but also tell her husband what she thinks her husband should do, whether it was right or wrong. Let's acknowledge that the reason Ishmael, which is Abraham's first son, the reason Ishmael was born is because Sarah said to Abraham, go sleep with my servant girl. I mean... And to be honest with you, Abraham was a man. And if you give him the opportunity to be like, go sleep with someone else, maybe that was cool to him. I don't know. Of course, he took the opportunity. He did. And the servant girl gives birth to a son. And we see in that situation where Sarah basically tells her husband what to do. But it wasn't favorable for their entire situation. So the son, so Ishmael gets sent away. And then we fast forward a couple years after and, you know, angels and God come, I guess, in human form to visit Abraham and they tell Abraham and Sarah's overhearing and listening. They say to Abraham, you're going to have a son very soon. And Sarah kind of laughs to herself and she says, oh, I'm an old woman. What can come of me? My husband is also an old man. There's no way either of us can have kids. And God calls her out and is like, Why are you laughing? Did I uh, crack a smile in anything I said? What did I say that was funny? God didn't say that. I'm kidding. I'm not even paraphrasing. But he did question her and he said, Why did Sarah laugh? What was the joke? And Sarah, in fear, she says, she denies it and she says, I didn't laugh. And God is like, uh, Yes, you did, girl. Yes, you did. I got to thinking... So how do we feel when God calls us out? How do we then think he sees us, right? Many men and women can possibly relate to what Sarah did and to how I have also kind of been acting. And they can, all, they can probably relate to kind of how I feel and why I felt the way I felt. But there's the way we feel and the way God expects us to act. And so it's not that I did anything at work that, that you know, that was that, but I was getting towards a point where that could have easily become a reality. So we kind of worry how we think God sees us and how we see ourselves in, in those situations, especially when, it, it, when he calls us out. 
So um, one of the first Bible verses I fell in love with when I became a Christian was Isaiah 62 verse 3. And it says, you will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. This is how God sees us, right? This is how he holds us up. It's very easy to look at whatever we've done wrong and hold it against ourselves. But we should know, and I hope we do know that God doesn't do that. He doesn't look at our sin or iniquity and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to hold this against this kid forever. Like Jesus died for a reason, y'all. Don't hate yourself too much when you realize you've done something wrong. Introspect, create ways you can change it. Just move on. Isaiah 62 verse 3 is something I say to myself a lot to remind myself that this is who God says I am. This is how God sees me as a royal diadem, as something that is treasured and is great. So another thing that helped me remember that just because God is calling you out doesn't mean he doesn't like you, right? So in Hebrews 12 verse 6 it says for the lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child that's the nlt version when god calls us out he's more or less saying i love you can you stop the nonsense you're doing can you guys chill can you guys relax it's really not that hard sometimes to just behave (laughs) maybe it is honestly i don't know because you know following god can be really difficult sometimes and other times it can be really fun and i can talk about many fun times i think Many of us might need to take it easy on ourselves and not give ourselves so much crap. I I easily can do that. I tend to... No, it's not that I tend to. I am someone who overthinks a lot of things. And because I overthink, I go farther than the situation needs or is calling for. Like I overthink about... How how other people are thinking. What's my business with how other people are thinking? I can only control what I control so much. I cannot control someone else's thoughts. So I need to grow out of that. And it takes time. It takes prayer. It takes trusting. It takes learning. And it takes growing. So, I mean, and one of the one of the coolest ways I tend to do a lot of that growing is by looking at people in the Bible and seeing how they reacted or how they acted, or what they did. One of my favorite people in the Bible, is not a woman, is is, um, is a man, and it's Jonah, the prophet. So I I love the book of Jonah because it shows someone who was very real and very... He just didn't want to do what God was saying, right? God said to Jonah, go to this place and tell these people about me. And Jonah was like, listen, man, (laughs) I am not about this life. Why should I go talk to those people? That's absolutely ridiculous. That's no, I am not doing that. You can peace and deuces. I'm out of here. And he ran and he said, I'm not dealing with whatever responsibility you're trying to place in my lap right now. And God was like, excuse you. Where do you think you're going? Okay, bet. Run. Let's see how far you're going to go. And, you know, the whole thing of, ah, okay, he swallowed the, he got swallowed by a big fish. And, and I was thinking about the story recently and thinking of the story of Pinocchio. I was like, oh, there's, there's a little something there. But they're probably not related, but they could be, but they might not be. I don't know. These are people that I tend to look at in the Bible and be like, wow, they have such a human reaction. And that it's okay to realize that you are at fault for whatever it is you've done. 
but how do you grow from that and how do you learn from that and how do you want to become a better person with whatever it is you're doing you can there's there's a lot you can learn from each person especially if you're doing a deep study and you're asking the holy spirit to join you and to teach you and to um move your mind because a lot of the time people can read the bible as a book of history and yes it is that but it is also so much more than that and it is also a book where you read about the lives of each person that lived in those times and you can kind of see yourself in those people i saw myself in sarah when she pretty much lied bold-faced to god and she said, I didn't laugh. I didn't do anything. And God said, yes, you did. And I can see myself in Jonah and where God says to me, hey, you need to do this. And I'm like, God, I'm going to see you in three months. I mean, it was it was kind of like that for me in college, honestly. I came into college and one of the things I said to God at the very beginning, this, I mean, I wasn't born again, nothing. So I, I said to God, like, hey, I know I've had a relationship with you before, but... I will see you after college. I will see you in like four years, maybe five or six. Then we can talk. But while I'm here, I think I'm just going to enjoy myself. And God literally dragged me by the neck and said, girl, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're doing, but I'll take care of you. And he did. And here I am today. So, yeah, I'm not... I'm not a perfect person. I don't aspire to be a perfect person. I aspire to be like Jesus on every level, but I don't... Because I don't succeed, doesn't mean I don't try every day. And I hope that many people, while you listen to the people that we talk about in the Bible from this podcast, you can understand that they are just as flawed as you are. That's the modern look and the modern perspective we should all get so as we go through the bible i really really hope that you all can tune in and just listen and understand that there's so much that happened then that's still happening now i genuinely believe that we human beings we repeat and we recycle and we repeat history over and over again we evolve as humans but we tend to make the same mistakes as our progenitors so, I mean, look at Abraham and Isaac. They made the same mistake. They both said to different kings that, hey, I mean, my wife is my sister. You can sleep with her. That's not exactly how it went, but that's kind of how it went, too. So, and of course, someday we will get to discuss that on this podcast. Wow, I mean, I feel like I've just kind of given an inspirational speech. That was not my intention. But I do hope that it has inspired someone today to... Be more open-minded when reading the Bible and be more open-minded to who God is as he is because he's so much more gentle and forgiving and kind-hearted than any other human being, than any human being on this planet. So I truly do hope that each person is blessed by what has been said today. Hopefully next week we can focus once again on Lot's daughters. So I have someone special coming in to talk to me and with me about this and what they think and how that situation could have possibly been better or worse. So it's very exciting. Um, last week we talked about Lot 
and his kids, but we focused mostly on Lot and how we saw him. And next week we'll get to focus on his daughters that were left that were with him. And we're also going to introduce a special woman that most people possibly breeze over in the Bible, and that's Aksa. That's the daughter of Caleb, who was with Joseph when they were, you know, going into the promised land. So that's a whole story that I'm very excited to tell, and I cannot wait for you all to listen in next week. Once again, this is the Christian Enough podcast. I'm so glad you all listened to me today. Um, please follow our Instagram page is Christian underscore enough and I cannot wait to hear from you all there so please stay tuned every Wednesday to listen in to this podcast thanks for listening guys